Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Am I Being Unreasonable podcast by Mumsnet, in association with Silent Pool Gin. Cheers. I'm Lucy Porter, and am I being unreasonable to use a toilet brush? No, you're not, Lucy. I love toilet brushes. I'm Asma Mir, and I'm definitely not being unreasonable to think that cornflakes just taste different these days. They do, don't they? They're just not the same. This podcast is your definitive guide to one of the UK's most loved and lauded forums, courtesy of Mumsnet. And Lucy and I come together every week with the help of celebrity and expert guests to celebrate Am I Being Unreasonable and its users. Sounds more than reasonable to me. Hello, here we are again, and what a great time we've been having sifting through the world's best internet forum for some priceless podcast fodder. Yes, indeed, and in today's episode, we hear some hair-raising tales of terrible house views and hear about the consequences of getting darked on. Ooh, that just sounds a bit spooky. kinky. <laughs> yeah. Or is that just me? It's not kinky at no, all. Okay, it's the opposite <laughs> of kinky, but it's just you. And the wonderful Ulrika Johnson joins us down the Woo-hoo! line to give us her definitive A-list adjudications. Now, to kick things off today, we delve into a thread which gave Asma and I nightmares. <laughs> oh, it was sad and it's such a roller coaster, this thread. It's Abu to ask for your worst experiences viewing oh, houses. Oh, God, it's ju- I'm cringing it's already. It's so awful, right? Oh. <laughs> but it's funny. Stick with us because it is funny. Uh, so, the original post was Please cheer me up. I had the viewing from hell last night. The place was filthy and you could tell the estate agent was mortified. Due to other issues I've declined to put in an offer and have other viewings lined up but I've started to exhaust my area for now and I'm feeling a little jaded so this poor person just wanted to hear some other tales of terrible even worse viewings and oh my goodness (laughs) the ABU forum did not disappoint so I think there's broadly speaking three categories to these there's the utterly tragic tales of squalor deprivation heartache and Mm, pain mm. which we may stay away from I think Um, then you have like pets is a whole other Mm -hmm. subcategory where it just shows people who have animals really don't notice the smell of animals after a while because so many of them were people going in and going the whole place reeked of cat's (laughs) wee or there was dog poop everywhere and it just those of us who have pets our standards become very very low absolutely and also babies so there was a lot about people were changing nappies Mm -hmm. as they came in or there were nappies in the bathroom and anyway so there's disgusting and gross um but there's also just the weird the weird ones um spooky in fact let's do spooky right i've got a 
A couple of spooky ones. I've seen some disgusting places while house hunting, but the one I will never forget was a small terraced house in a state of some disrepair that had previously been owned by an old lady who collected porcelain dolls, and very successfully. Every single room in the house, including the mouldy bathroom, was filled with dolls, all with their eyes turned towards the door. So you would look into those hundreds of dead eyes as soon as you entered. (laughs) Which is horrifying, but there's this other one, which is... Um, the house with the full-size clowns in it was memorable. Two life-size clowns sitting at the dining table, <laughs> places set for them and everything. Another two lying on the bed in the spare room, one sitting in front of a mirror. I swear to God I thought we were going to be killed and stuffed into clown suits. So terrifying is a subgenre oh, of this thread. Well, yeah, and this is kind of this this is kind of terrifying and also just yeah, just look just terrifying and slightly weirdly sexual. Anyway, I had a job <laughs> as an estate agent when I was a student and I had some mortifying viewings. One involved opening a, the door to a second bedroom only to discover it was a sex dungeon <laughs> with chains hanging off the ceiling, a cross, interesting, a gym vault horse and a dildo mounted on the wall that was so big I could only imagine it was designed to pleasure an elephant looking for a light, airy flat. <laughs> Ideal for what? the sexy elephants. <laughs> what well. do you say in that situation? It's we'll, a... just, we'll just close that door. Let me show you the garden. <laughs> there was a surprising amount on this thread of people who discovered sex dungeons or this one. Now, if you want terrifying... Gather round, children. Gather round the campfire. Um, This is a truly terrifying tale. I went to view one with my brother that had what can only be described as a murder door. It had a door in the hall that led to what looked like a self-built brick shack. It was the only entrance to the shack, no windows in the shack, and it had 13 deadbolts and padlocks on the door from top to bottom. I asked the estate agent what it was three times, and each time he changed the subject. The third time he just walked away and ignored me. We didn't buy that one. No, I bet you didn't. Absolutely terrifying. You know, the other thing, though, is just people's weird habits. You know, it's like, this is what we do, and we're not going to change it while we want to desperately sell our house. So what about this one? Visited a house, which seemed normal, until we saw the framed semi-naked photos, shirt but no knickers, of the owner's wife, mounted, interesting choice of word, (laughs) at intervals on the stairs. A teenage son lived there too. Must have been mortifying for him. We don't want to see it. We don't want to see it. Take them down. Do you remember the house doctor? I went to, yeah, I went to someone's house once, not with a view to buy it, but just uh, around there and they had a sort of fantasy art picture of themselves naked. no, on a unicorn? Well, no, it was a tiger. (laughs) (laughs) It's extraordinary. You just think, why why would that be a thing that you would... Want people to see? Want anyone to see it? Oh goodness me! No, and as I said, there were some quite tragic ones. Um, this one is—it's on the tragic side, but it's one of the lighter tragic ones. Okay, so someone put this one isn't terrible, but really pissed me off. We arranged to view a house on Saturday around lunchtime. The vendor was to do the viewing as they were at home. All fine. We arrived and the poor woman was clearly trying to prepare for her child's birthday party later that afternoon. I felt bad and said that she should have just told us to arrange it for another day. But she said her husband had agreed to it, told her it was happening and then fucked off to the pub to watch the football. I ended up oh, God. I ended up helping her make sandwiches and DP helped with the bunting and balloons. 
poor woman. Last thing she needed was to show her house to strangers. Do you know what? It's a sad oh one, but it's God. got a, a happy ending. In it has. Absolutely. That the poor AB woman. nice. They, they are, absolutely. Can I just say one thing? Like, I've been on the receiver on the other end of oh. this, right? Ooh. Because I'm sorry, some estate agents are terrible, yes. right? I mean, some, you know. Anyway, I'm trying to be fair here. Um, some of them don't tell you. Except Robson's of Pinner. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> they don't tell you. So I was trying to sell my flat. Um, it was quite a while ago. It was taking a while to sell. It had been on for ages. Millions of viewings. Just so boring. Mm. And then obviously, you know, there, there was going to be one on a Saturday, but no one told me. So I was sleeping oh. with my husband. Oh. Okay. All we were doing was sleeping. It was like nine o'clock in the morning on a Saturday <laughs> or a Sunday. And I hear, to my horror, I hear like a key in the lock. And I'm like, oh my God, this is not happening. And my husband's like, oh, what, what? And I'm like, out that bed, oh, down no. the stairs, to the door. And as I open it, I'm slamming it in their face. <gasps> Because I don't want them to see me in my pajamas, and I'm just when like you were in your pajamas. Uh, I love the way you said you're in your pajamas. Pajamas. She, well, she was in a sexy basque. <laughs> oh, if only. Um, so yeah, obviously that was mortifying. And then we had to quickly get dressed, and then like kind of you know teenagers who had been had been in trouble from their mum and dad. We had to like put our hoodies on and like just uh, walk past them, no. and then and then. Go on. In and it's just like this whole thing is just mortifying. We're about 35 at the time, you know, oh, and I felt yeah. like a child. But anyway, the point is, this is it. It's awful that like, people seeing you in your pajamas and then having to like come into the house and it probably still smells of sleep. You know, yes. I think that's a fair way of putting it. That's anyway, so estate agents are rubbish. <laughs> You'd been sleeping very hard the yes, night before. Exactly. There's a lot of sleeping oh, God, going on. Oh, what? No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> no, it's, it, it is horrible from both sides. I, I mean, I spent years renting in the London area, which mm. is um, anyone who's ever done that will know you see some incredible sights. Oh, um, some of my favourites were, so in Brixton, there were four of us looking for a place and the estate agent had shown us some, you know, places that you were like, this is a crack den. How are you? <laughs> like, why would you not just tidy it even a little bit? A tidy um, your crack. Yes. Just... <laughs> Nice neat line of, uh, of water bottles or whatever. They I don't know how you take that, but I believe that anyway. Um, so uh, he took us to this. He said it's lovely. This one. He said it's a house, and we were like, "Well, that's nice. You don't get a house in mm. London." Um, and we walked up the street, and what it was was you know sometimes you get like little garages, so oh, where no. they do car repairs. So this one, it still had the sign up, so you know Wayne Cars Auto Fix or whatever. Um, but they had transformed it into, you know, living accommodation. But it was basically, it was a garage and it smelt of petrol and it had a corrugated tin roof. It was like a little brick hut with a corrugated tin roof. And they'd put like um, plasterboard partitions in it. Oh my God. And the bathroom was like the old kitchen of the uh, workshop where they had like a tin... Kind of like an old-fashioned tin bath with a tap leading from a little sink with one of those, you know, those rubber hose attachments yes. that you used to get. 
And that oh was how God. you would fill your bath. Well, you know, it was like a nice themed house, you it know. Was extra- yeah. Talking points galore. In, absolutely. Were there any <laughs> photos of any, any magazine posters of naked ladies I'm or any Pirelli sure calendars there up would there? Be a lot of porn stuffed behind Goodness the system. me. And, uh, but that was good. And then the other one I remember in Finsbury Park, North London, my flatmate and I found this gorgeous looking basement flat. And we were like, wow, this looks amazing. And it wasn't too expensive. But uh, luckily, as we were just finishing the viewing, my flatmate pointed to the fridge and stuck on the fridge were crime numbers for all the burglaries <laughs> and muggings that had happened to so like about six police notices about this is in reference to the burglary of last oh, evening. Oh no. Yeah. So we were like, thank you, previous tenants, for yeah. doing that because, you know, that's Oh my God. It's like um when we were tenants in a flat, me and me and my friend George and we were tenants in a flat that had really bad damp. And so we uh, left a little note saying, dear landlord, please, will you do something about the dam? Because he never would. And we were like, well, we want the next people Mm -hmm. when they come around on viewings to see that. Well done, Mrs. Oh, there's another one here. This was for for rentals. uh, But we viewed one house, like yourself. The estate agent knocked on the door repeatedly. We could hear people inside, but they seemed to be rushing about, not answering. Maybe this was my house. Anyway, um, (laughs) eventually the estate agent let us in with her key. The house stank of weed and the tenants just started burning some incense (laughs) over the top oh one of the bedrooms was barely furnished it just had a bed with no sheets or bedding and a person asleep face down on it no that could have been you asma that sleeping person oh god there's sort of some discussion on the thread about whether it should put you off like all the cosmetic Mm. stuff well, you know, because people were saying, oh, yeah, like knowing someone's died in the house mm. or there was one where they went in and there was a stain on the carpet. And the <laughs> estate agent basically told them that that was where the previous resident had passed their final moment. Oh, my God, that would totally put you off. Well, it would. But then, you know, you think, oh, if you get change some the carpet. money off, change the carpet. Get some money off. <laughs> <laughs> Money off due to five percent discount if it, if they died. Yeah, two percent discount if they didn't quite die there. <laughs> oh my goodness! We had when we moved into our house, we had this little tiny bedroom upstairs, mm. and it was like we couldn't work out. My husband and I we were like, was it a walk-in wardrobe or what did it? You know, oh, why no. would you have this little tiny room? And it had an extractor fan in it. Right. And um, I know you're looking at me with the sex dungeon face, but I actually. Am. Um, <laughs> You've seen this face That's before. That's what we've turned it into, but, <laughs> but before that. No, we had an electrician round and he said, oh, no, it's somewhere where they were they were obviously growing weed because there were loads of plug sockets oh, and an extractor fan. And he was like, yeah, they've had a hydroponic system Oh, up gosh. Here. How and cool are you? I know. I know. It's going to be like Breaking Bad in our house. I'm like... Might set up the lab again, see what we can what we can make. <laughs> Next door neighbour had been murdered, says this poster, and police had closed the street. We didn't even get in the house. Oh, oh my goodness, this is just so awful. This is turning dark. Yeah, no, this this thread. Treat yourselves. Go and find it, guys, because it is an absolute roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> And now we couldn't let an episode go by without taking a look at the Abu Classic Threads board, or as I like to call it, my happy place. <laughs> and I love this one. Abu to ask for your dark concerns. Okay, so yes, Dark Ton 
uh, for the uninitiated is a classic mum's net term which was coined by forum users. And what it is, it's when you leave washing out to dry overnight, mm-hmm. uh, it gets darked on, right? Which we will go into further as right. this uh, this discussion continues. Mm-hmm. But so this is the, uh, the original post. The OP said, for reasons I won't go into... DH, I'm looking at you. She's crossed that out, (laughs) but it's still there. We can still purely see it. Our laundry was darked on overnight. A, boo to consider one of the following remedial actions. A, throw the clothes away and buy replacements. It was a washing line full, all in very good condition, so would be costly. B, invest in a tanning sunbed. Saw a used one for 2.5 thousand on eBay (laughs) and use it to bring the laundry back to the light. (laughs) Could be a good backup in the event he does this shit again. Or C, LTB, which means leave the bastard. <laughs> so now, and you may be thinking, mm. uh, and she says, I'll go with the highest vote. I'm not really precious about it. Thanks. Right. So you may be baffled by this, some of you. So this has been a long standing thing that some people feel that if you leave your washing out overnight, then spiders rub their willies on it. <laughs> do spiders have willies? I don't even know. I don't think they do. But it was such a thing. There was just someone once came on and was absolutely genuinely distressed about the idea oh, no. of leaving washing out overnight. Mm. Uh, and it's surprisingly common. It's a surprisingly common thing that people think there's something wrong with having oh. your washing out overnight, that it won't get dry properly, that it will pick up some kind of lurgy. Okay. Or, this was my favourite, um, someone wrote... On this, in response to this, they said, My late grand blesser was convinced that washing left out overnight would be taken over by evil spirits which lived at the bottom of the garden. <laughs> Hence, all washing left out would be put through a 90 degrees boil wash before being worn again. For sake. Um, um, but that's, I sort of get that more than the idea mm. that it gets somehow spidery. This is a big thing. The thing is, I had never thought about this, and now I'm beginning to think about it. But uh, I don't. The thing is, you know what? It's just so much hassle to wash the stuff again that I think that would make me not bother. Um, a, someone has posted here. It needs to be added to the Oxford Dictionary if not already. Darked on applies to laundry left on the washing line overnight, attracting it to spider sweat. It's poor spiders. <laughs> Owl dribble and foxes fungal nail infection pus or something. See, I am not, as you know, Asma, a desperately fastidious person. And to me, <laughs> this is like hysteria of the highest order. And Someone more, more put, work as well. It's my, my OH, my other half, has a fear of laundry getting darked on, writes a forum user. Sometimes he brings it in at dusk. I wait until he's gone to bed and hang it out again. (laughs) He'll never know. He says rats run up and down the washing line at night. I'm not saying they don't. It just seems really unlikely. Because they've got nothing better to do. And what are they doing? And a bit of rat wee on your washing. I mean, really? I mean, you'd never know. You never know. I reckon we all ingest a lot of rat wee that we Mm -hmm. don't even know about. Absolutely. Um, my knickers, not mine, some posters, uh, got darked on a few nights ago. They were on the octopus and I got distracted and forgot to go back out for them. But something had laid little green eggs all over a gusset. Oh, that's just, she's just stirring horror here. Are you here. sure? That's... That's see, that's horrible. Green I might, I might check my knickers from now on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, you need to rewash the whole lot again, says someone, and then throw your washing machine away immediately <laughs> due to contamination. <laughs> 
Someone else has suggested a possible uh, cure for this. Did it get rained on? Because mm. that removes the curse of the darkening. Yes. The that's, curse. <laughs> that's an interesting point, though. If your washing gets rained on... Mm. Um, Maybe even just a little bit. I don't know. Would you wash it again, Lucy? No, I no, would not. No, no. no. I mean, we what happens if it got drenched, soaked in rainwater? You know I don't care. We used to spend my whole childhood, though, doing the dance of running in and out yeah, of yeah, doors yeah. to get the stuff because my mum yeah. would never let it happen. And I think as a reaction against her, mm. I now, I just don't care. And I mean... I, I'm sure our neighbours judge us because I quite often, <laughs> I work weird hours, so I will come in yeah. and at, you know, two in the morning, I will be found by the light of the moon, <laughs> engaging in the ancient ritual of getting my washing done. In fact, most of my washing probably does get darked on in the yeah, summer. Well, there you go. And for some point, even, you know, if I get back <coughs> at 2am, I might be taking it in or I might be putting it out. And some people made the very sensible point, which is that... You know, it. you then get the morning sunshine, so your washing is drying before you're doing anything. It's almost like you've done a day's work. If you get up at 8 <coughs> o'clock and then you bring in your washing that has done its own drying, it's like the little drying elves have been there to help <laughs> It's been dried in the most natural way possible. It is. What else, would, what else do you want? And actually, you know, a little bit of uh, fox wee and uh, <laughs> spider willy rubbing is probably good for it. Oh, my goodness me. <laughs> um, just one other poster who says that you need to actually go through a particular cleansing ritual. Oh, yes. Okay, so so take down notes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Get some sage, Mm -hmm. tie it together in a tight bundle, light it, blow out the flame so it's smoking, then waft it over the clothes, muttering, dark, be gone. Much more effective if done at the time the sun is highest, so that's midday and naked. (laughs) Very happy to do that. So uh, my neighbours, if you're listening, prepare for my cleansing ritual. I'm often naked at midday anyway. (laughs) But we're being very flippant here, Asma, about the whole getting darked on because it is a serious problem. And uh, this is from another thread about getting darked on. Mm. Uh, I found this terrifying tale. Once I hung some washing out overnight and it got darked on. As I unpegged a T-shirt the next day, some strange yellow ectoplasm oozed from it. I looked down at my hand and they had grown gnarled and hairy. I ran indoors to look in the mirror and felt a cold hand on my shoulder and a witch appeared behind me. I won't be doing that again. So you see, it's a serious problem. We laugh, but this is this is the horror of darkening. I'm sorry. Don't have nightmares, guys. The Am I Being Unreasonable podcast by Mumsnet, in association with Silent Pool Gin. Cheers. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the ABU A-List Adjudicator of the Week. 
And now on the line is our A-list adjudicator and someone I've had the pleasure of appearing <laughs> on MasterChef alongside. It's Ulrika Johnson. Yes. Oh, the, the bad girls of MasterChef reunited. <laughs> That's us, yeah. <laughs> so Ulrika, the listeners are well aware that I like to relax at the end of a busy day with a silent pool gin. But what they really want to know is how do you like to put a full stop to the day? What do you do to relax, Ulrika? Oh, man. Do you know, I'm really bad at relaxing. Mm. I've I've discovered this. I've been told it, and uh, even by my ungrateful children, which is quite (laughs) shocking, really. Um, But if anything, it's probably uh, having uh, a little stroke of one of my fur babies, one of the dogs, or potting around in the garden. Oh, yes. Something. <laughs> oh, do you know, there is nothing better than curling up with a little furry, furry creature. Furry thing. Who, unlike your children, probably appreciates. Yeah, that's what I always think is that the animals ask for nothing, do they? They never ask for money or anything like that. <laughs> yes. It's, it's oh. unconditional. Oh, exactly. Well, that's a lovely, that's a lovely way to it relax. It is, absolutely. Now, Ulrika, we have, have some scenarios for you. Are you ready? Mm. Okay, so, yeah. uh, first of all, Ulrika Johnson, am I being unreasonable? to be annoyed that my neighbour is in her hot tub? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, think I think that's perfectly reasonable. I have conversations with a very, very good friend of mine and we talk about how much we hate other people's happiness. <laughs> <laughs> we hear you. Yes, but if she's having a good time in that hot tub. <laughs> yeah, other people's joy and it's like and and uh, and you know other normal sane people would say oh but that's so nice for her or for mm. them or for him nah. and i just think really <laughs> yeah so, no definitely not fair enough absolutely fair enough other people's joy is irritating <laughs> i agree so here's your next abu it's am i being unreasonable to take my scales on holiday yes yeah <laughs> that's insane yeah insanity life first of all why do you even own a pair of scales mm. I've, I, I've only had to weigh myself you know like when you're at the doctors or something or oh when they want God. to give you drugs i refuse Ulrika. i refuse do you? one of them tried to put me on the scales the other day and i just said but you'll break my heart <laughs> <laughs> and he said all right all right mrs mir sit down <laughs> I was like, okay i'll just guess what you weigh <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like, 13 stones. <laughs> <laughs> You're not far off. I know, <laughs> no, exactly. Oh, anyway, no, sorry, do go people, on. No, 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 but you know people who sort of go on holiday and they go, oh, I'm going to eat really well and I'm going to, you know, just really have a... No, that's not what holidays are for. Mm. Therefore, debauchery and mm. just generally, um, you know, eating what you like, drinking what you like and just... That's your two weeks or your one week or your long weekend away where you can just not be chained to, to scales. Scales, terrible, terrible. I only use them for cooking. Um, so they, 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 don't, they don't take more than whatever they take, a kilo or something like yeah. that. And, and apparently, I'm, I'm just over a kilo. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're about the same as a bag of flour. It's great. That's, yes. that's what we all need. No, I think you're absolutely right. I think um. we all concur, don't we? Absolutely. Right, here's the next one. Um, am I being unreasonable to ask what you're making for dinner this evening? Ah, uh, now you see, now this one. Mm. So my children always say, 
what's for supper? And I know that they're checking out their options. Uh Well, certainly one of them, and she knows who she is, um, (laughs) who's old enough to drive herself off somewhere else. So she she knows if I say something like, oh, I'm trying something new. It's going to be blah, 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 something. Hmm. She'll go, oh, I'm not very hungry. I might just go around to so-and-so's house or whatever. (laughs) Rude. But I do also like them to ask me, when I have something really good and happy for them to have, like when they say, what's for supper? And I can say, fajita. (laughs) Everybody loves the fajita. I mean, do you mean in a sort of dinner party way? Who knows? Who knows? But I think you've answered that absolutely fully. That's <laughs> yes. exactly. It's, this is your own personal take on it, and I think that's absolutely right. So, uh, this is your next Abu. Am I being unreasonable to think that kids are getting taller nowadays? <laughs> taller in the width sense, or in the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, taller, bigger in every way. They eat a lot of fajitas. Yes, I think. Grow. I, no, I, I, maybe. Probably, probably unreasonable because I would suggest that maybe if this person, when they're saying nowadays, that implies they're getting older, so that must mean they're getting shorter. <laughs> yes, oh, I'm there. I've started the show. I'm a detective. Yes. If you want a murder solving, I'm your woman. You are. You <laughs> so see I behind hear. the questions and you. <laughs> You've got a, a full picture of our suspect now, of this <laughs> wizened old person, very much like me. So oh yes, it's goodness. not that you're, it's not the kids are getting taller; it's that you're getting shorter, quite possibly. Yeah, yeah that's a very good <laughs> yes. answer. Fair enough. Okay, and last one: Am I being unreasonable to want to become an accountant? Really? <laughs> oh my! Oh, I, oh, I, um. People are always going to need accountants, right? Mm. Are they? Yes. Your heart is saying one thing and your head is saying something else, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You see, me and numbers and figures, it, it makes me... I actually feel a little bit queasy and physically yeah. sick then at the thought of sitting in... But I think it's great that somebody wants to be an accountant. <laughs> isn't that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we, so need, we need them not, and... Yeah. That's not unreasonable, No. So, Very no, they're not being unreasonable to want to be an accountant. No, they're I think not that's being great. unreasonable. And I think we've we've developed a lovely picture of you there, Ulrika. <laughs> very much someone who doesn't enjoy other people's pleasure, but <laughs> would be a good laugh to go on holiday with. As long as you're involved yeah. in the pleasure and you're not being weighed uh, <laughs> and your kids aren't asking yeah. you what's for dinner, mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, you sound like a very good time. I think we should all go on holiday together. How about uh, that? Oh, my God, I would love that. Also, she is an excellent cook. Can I yes. just say that? Oh, wow. um, Ulrika, I have to ask you, what is for dinner tonight? <gasps> oh, gosh. Now, here you go. Um, it's, oh, no, you've asked me on a really terrible night. Yeah. night. I did pulled pork last night. Can you ask me what we had for last night? <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> okay. And people always say pasta, don't they, for their kids. They're like, what are they having pasta yeah. or pizza? That's me. Um, yeah. Fish fingers. Some nice, <laughs> oh my god, I love a fish finger, a good mm. fish finger. Um, but yeah, I think it's do you know what? I've not given much thought to it because I'm not eating with them, I'm doing my five two today, which is oh, no, miserable. No, I know, but it's actually it's not too miserable. I'm quite good at it. It's just just gets to like six o'clock in the evening when I have to literally go to bed because otherwise I'll eat one of the dog legs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hungry. Yes. I just I have just... to go out of the way. But I stand and cook their supper while... Oh, oh. you're a saint. 
I know, right? Oh, my God. You are. Well, have a lovely early bedtime tonight. <laughs> I, I am with you on that. If I've ever been on a diet, I've been like, let's just reduce the amount yeah. of hours there are in the day. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go to bed before I kill you all. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, we have loved hearing from you, Ulrika, and oh, thank you so, so much. Thank so you. funny to speak to you. Love you guys. There will be another A-list adjudicator next week. This is the part of the show where Asma and I pose a burning question onto the forum and then sit back and enjoy the user's amazing responses. Now, this one was a particular treat uh, when we asked Abu to ask when you've been embarrassed by your pet. Oh, I and talk just about this the, all night. I know, the floodgates just opened. <laughs> um, my puppy did a big puddle of diarrhoea directly outside Waitrose, a poster says, which someone promptly drove a trolley through oh. while I was rummaging in my bag for disposal supplies. I have to go to Sainsbury's now. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do. Uh, yeah, a lot of gross ones. Uh, this one's quite sweet. My now departed darling dog was walking off lead on the beach in the middle of winter. Absolutely not picnicking weather so I thought we were safe however someone was feeling particularly brave and darling dog smelt it from over a hundred yards away before I knew what was happening he was sat on someone's knee eating the other end of the sausage roll they had in their mouth (laughs) I honestly considered pretending she wasn't mine oh Oh my goodness Um, and this uh, what ties into what we're talking about with the house viewings when we were trying to sell our house in a slow and stagnant property market our cat would wait until some Someone arrived for an arranged viewing and then scurry to his litter tray where he would expel a loud and very stinky poo. It happened every single time. I guess he really didn't want to move. They're no idiots, are they, cats? <laughs> Here's another, this is a dog one with a house viewing. So the house viewing, uh, they were late for the house viewing and I had to go out for an appointment. I came back, they'd been and gone. Dog had gone through the bin and a used tampon was sat neatly in the middle of the kitchen. <laughs> mortifying. <laughs> Oh, pets are bastards, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. I love this one. Bear with me because it's quite long, but it's very funny. Uh, We used to live in a converted church, which lay within a working churchyard, though burials were very rare, perhaps only once or twice a year. The council, however, were abysmal at informing us when a burial was going to take place. You can see where this is going. (laughs) We once arrived home to find a burial in progress and our entire flock of free range ducks congregating around said burial, loudly begging the mourners for food. (laughs) And our cats desperately trying to jump into the freshly dug grave. Had we'd known, we'd have kept the cats indoors for the day and put the duck in their shed. As it was, we had to round them all up while apologising unreservedly to the funeral party as we did so. What the hell? It's a scene from a sitcom, that one, isn't it? Yeah, totally. um, I've got quite a long one as well, but again, I think it's worth it. So... Our dog is really embarrassing. We were on my favourite dog walk along the seafront and I turned around and DH had got down on one knee and presented a ring box. Our dog started pooing. He's pooing in the photos and I'm holding a poo bag. (laughs) I did say yes, but picking up the poo sort of spoiled the moment. That evening, DH had made a picnic to take down there with some champagne Mm. to watch the sunset. It really was beautiful. We got home and I'd taken some pictures of my ring and the sunset and some words in the sand and wanted to look at them. 
Yep, yet again in the background is Darling Dog doing another poo. <laughs> He's had to be cropped out of the photos. <laughs> Needless to say, he did not come to our wedding. I suppose in the same way that the cat didn't want them to move house, the dog Absolutely. really didn't want her to marry that guy. Oh, I was wondering how long it would be before we got a postman story. Here we go. We had a large breed dog and our postman fell in love with him. Each day the postman would come, chase the dog around the garden, that's correct, and then would scratch him on his belly whilst dog's legs would be pointing to the sky. Then he would give him a treat. The postman retired. We had several new postmen who refused to deliver to us as our dog was out and chasing them around the garden. They never believed me that it was our previous postman's fault that he was this excited. Oh, bless that little doggy. It's a love story. Oh, it is, isn't it? it. I'll buy the film rights to that. (laughs) So here's another post person. This is a post woman uh, and a cat. Our old tortoiseshell cat terrorised the postwoman so much that she refused to deliver our mail. I thought she was joking after apologising profusely and promising to keep the cat in until the day that one of the kids accidentally opened the front door and I saw a furious ball of fur go hurtling across the close and attack the poor postie with full teeth and claws. Isn't that weird? But there is something about the postal uniform that seems to ignite some Mm -hmm. primal passion in animals, doesn't it? Absolutely. My kitten loves to climb the tree just outside my garden. She's perfectly capable of climbing up and down it without any worry. She climbs up and sits there watching the world go by all day. She has, however, conned numerous neighbours into thinking that she's stuck. Several of them have been up ladders to rescue her. Said tree now has a note tied around it, letting people know that the black cat only pretends to be stuck. <laughs> that is so cat. That is so... <laughs> Do you know, one of our cats uh, loves to go up. There's a tree, really big tree, in the neighbour's garden and we had a babysitter one night and we came back and this poor woman was ashen-faced and she said, I'm so sorry. She said, your cat is stuck up a tree and she said, and I got the... And she'd gone into the oh, shed and no. she'd got the step ladders out and oh. she was... and And... And we were like, no, it's fine. Honestly, she will come down. And then, of course, as soon as we came back and she knows there's food to be had, down down. she comes. But the awful thing as well was that I was saying to the kids, why did you not tell the babysitter that she does it all the time? Mm -hmm. And they were like, we just thought it was funny. (laughs) (laughs) I think they just didn't didn't like to say anything. But (laughs) our cats are, uh, I mean, awful... They, I, I think they do know what they're doing. I think pets know exactly what they're doing. So oh my God. I have one friend who is incredibly into cleanliness and her house is like a show home. And I think she already finds it hard to come around to our house anyway. <laughs> but then when we got the cats and I lie to her just... And I think she knows I'm lying, but I do it to make both of us feel better. So she was like, it must be very hard cleaning up after the cats, you know, keeping everything clean. And I was like, well, you know, it's fine because, you know, it's not like we let them go on the kitchen table or you know they're very good and a complete lie and then um, the minute she comes to the house both the cats come in and they don't actually go on the kitchen table that often but as soon as she's there mm. they're jumping up yeah, and down rubbing and their bottoms on it in the sink yeah exactly <laughs> just going i'll just put a teacup out have you i'll lick that oh yeah just give that a lick and then in fact she came around one time and i thought the cat was coughing up a furball right which was bad enough <laughs> So I just gently took the cat out into the garden. But my friend's still sitting there so she can see us. And uh, it wasn't a furball. The cat had been eating grass. And so she coughed out this grass. But as she coughed, it (laughs) forced something out the other end. (laughs) And... uh, (laughs) 
And you've never heard from that friend again, have you? I just don't know how she puts up with it. It's extraordinary. But it was like like a command performance that my cat had put on for my most clean friend that she was like, I'm going to send something out of both ends just to give this woman nightmares. At least it was in the garden. I suppose, yeah, but. could have been on the kitchen table. It would have been worse. <laughs> but they do. They know what they're doing. They know when they're... This oh. is... I tell you what, here's a lovely one, right? This is a this is a dog who knew exactly what he was doing. My mum's dog, a large black Labrador, was staying with us once. We had been for a walk, which you had to drive to, and he had gone for a swim. He was still quite wet. He leapt out of the car and mistook our neighbour's open door for ours. The neighbour had left his door open to enable his newly painted lounge walls to dry more quickly. In bounded Stanley the dog. He shook all over their front room, muddy water on all four walls, then lolloped out again, looking pleased with himself. The neighbour did not look quite so pleased. Oh, my God. Stanley still dines out on that story in dog circles, (laughs) doesn't he? He's there going. And the the amazing thing was, they just painted. Oh, Stanley, you're the best dog dinner party guest we've ever had with your amusing anecdotes. Anyway, so the upshot of that is pets are bastards. <laughs> I think that could just be a general kind of... A programme in its own right. Pets are bastards. Yeah. <laughs> there were just so many amazing stories there. I think we might have to come back to this, Sven. What do you think? Asma? I think we should. I think Let's we should. Um, but for the moment, we have run out of time, so no more pets are bastards. Yeah. We will be back in a couple of weeks with some more absolute Abu gems. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Am I Being Unreasonable? Brought to you by Mumsnet. Presented by Lucy Porter and Asma Mia and produced by Amanda Redman. You can contribute to the forum by registering at mumsnet.com. Follow them on Twitter at Mumsnet Towers and Insta at Mumsnet. And get in touch with the podcast by writing to abupod, that's A-I-B-U pod, at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Thanks to Acast for hosting, and most of all, thank you for listening. The Am I Being Unreasonable podcast by Mumsnet, in association with Silent Pool Gin. Cheers. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.